Welcome, mountain bikers. This is Vital MTB's The Inside Line podcast, and I'm proud to bring you an episode with Wondergrom of USDH, Chris Grice. We caught up with him on August 1st, a week or so after winning the U.S. National Downhill Champs at Winter Park, Colorado. He was road tripping on his way to Whistler. Chris isn't the only Supergrom of U.S. downhill out there. If you've paid any attention, the the kid classes of any downhill race are getting bigger and bigger, almost bigger than the pro races half the time. And we're stoked to celebrate the up and coming generation of U.S. downhillers. A big thanks to the Inside Line sponsors like Maxis. I just had a dirt flinging morning with perfect post-rain traction using a Minion DHR2 up front. Kept me Velcroed through the corners. Maxis.com is where you can grab a Minion DHR2 or any Maxis tire for hooking it up on the trail. Thanks to JensenUSA.com. If you haven't yet, check out the Jensen exclusive bike builds on their site. Jensen has custom spec dream builds from Banshee, Evil, Ibis, Chromag, and Niner, all at killer prices. And for your other bike shopping needs on Jensen, use coupon code InsideLine at checkout and receive 10% off qualifying items. Thanks to TheGravityCartel.com. Head over there and scoop up a brand new 595 gram IXS Trigger full face helmet. Or if you're in the need for some new wheels, Spank wheel sets are 20% off with free shipping when you use code WHEELS20 at checkout. It's thegravitycartel.com. As always, thanks to you listeners for supporting and enjoying what we do on the inside line. Without you, what's the point? Get back out some of that Velcro dirt, just rain, son. Grace is like, what am I going to do for the next two hours? I don't even know. <laughs> say, say something in there. Hello? Say some more. Say, I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Say. Sit, scoot up. So y'all better recognize National yeah, Champ better recognize. House. Yeah, Champ time. here. Yeah, two, two time. time. East and West. East West shootout. Grizz, say something. Grizz. Grizz, Grizz. Don't be scared. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, the microphone comes on me. I get a little nervous. Sweaty palms. We're gonna we're gonna be sweating today. We're gonna kick this one off. We're gonna get it quick. So I have to read this intro, but I have to make it sound like I'm not reading it, right? So, Vital Empty Beers were stoked to present a mini inside line with a mini ripper. Your 2019 U.S. National DH champ in the junior 15 to 16 Cat 1 category, right? Yeah, That's a correct. mouthful, dude. Do you know what Junior X is? Um, just the upcoming juniors. All right. Yeah. I still like to call it Junior X. For those of us of yesteryear, <laughs> Junior X was like the old school. It was just like like we were talking about. It was just all the jun- all the fastest junior kids were lumped into what Junior Expert, which really? was short yeah. Junior all X. Yeah. yeah. So scoot on up. Okay. We've got Mr. Chris Grice in the house. Dude, congrats on the win back Thank to back, you. right? Yeah, I'm pumped. Yes. Yeah. It, it was cool to have it two years in a row. Um, east and west. So that was cool. Like dust dust this past season and a mud race the year before. Yeah. So yeah, good few years. Got one of each, yeah. Yeah. Dude, was there pressure this year? Did you have pressure I think on so. yourself? Like, maybe not crazy, but maybe like a spot was on my back to do it again. Cause like second year in the category, did it the first year, and then like you're the champ, so everybody's kind of looking at you, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, cool. How was how was Trestle? What did you think of the, the was, course, the altitude? It was it was tough. Like the altitude, I felt it was harder to catch breath. So like when you're t- 
tucking in a run, like there was select spots where you were trying to rest. You didn't get a whole lot out of it. Um, Had you ever been there before? No. Okay. No. It's really the first time at altitude, I guess, other than Mammoth. But it was a good track. Like, it started off really fun, like, techie corners. Um, then there was, like, a really fast section in the middle where you were, like, just tucking in, trying to catch any energy you can. Because then right after, it's like, a minute sprint. Yeah. So it was, you had to work for it. Yeah. The kind of, like, the part where it connected. Like yeah, it was pretty kind of that yeah. sort of fire roady kind of traverse. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Across the mountain, pretty yeah. much. Dude, sick. Why are you in Nampa, Idaho on August 1st after winning national champs a week yeah, ago? <laughs> good question. Well, we're going to Crankworks uh, August 5th, I think, because we're going early for Garbo. Um, and me and my dad drove all the way out here from North Carolina. It was like 25 hours. So if we drove home uh, before Crankworks, we'd be home about three days with 50 extra hours of driving. So I was glad he made the choice to stay here because <laughs> Idaho is pretty sweet and he likes road riding here. Um, so we just drove like 12 hours up here, hang out for about six days, ride the bike park and come down to Nampa and ride Eagle bike park. Uh, so it's fun. And yeah. then we're just killing some time before crank works. Cool. So good month long road trip. Nice. Dude, that's sick. Big shout out to DD components. Grizz hosting us today yeah. in Nampa. That's why we're in Nampa. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's it. We're DD's based in Nampa, which is just West of Boise, Idaho. Yep. So good. Well, Chris, is there, they're staying up in McCall, actually. They're up in the... Up by Tamarack, right? Yeah, by yeah. Tamarack. Yeah. So you rallied on down for the 100-degree heat. Yeah. No biggie. Vital MTB turns 10 years old today. As of midnight last night, it did. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, yeah. Thanks, Vital. Bryce. You were six years old. Yeah, so I guess we, so. We've got some questions about that. Okay. Have you ever used a typewriter? No. Not have, a chance. Have you ever used a payphone? Nope. No idea how to use one. Do you remember the first time you ever looked at Vital and how old you were? Um, I was probably 12. That was when I kind of got into mountain biking. It was just always on the internet watching videos and figuring <laughs> out like who the, who the riders were. Yeah. So I'd say 12. Okay. Right when kind of got out of the BMX scene Dude, into mountain biking. Not bad. Some, some history. <clears throat> Are you, you kind of mentioned it, the NAR driving that you and your dad and JD did, but tell us how you got to Tamarack. You're from North Carolina, right? Mm -hmm, yeah. And you wanted to race pro GRT so bad, you just drove just, out here. How far? Um, maybe it was like thirty something hours. I forget. We've driven a lot lately, so you get the hours mixed up. But it was a long haul. Are you a road warrior? Like, are you into that, or is it a drag? Well, well I can't drive yet, so that's kind of <laughs> nice because lounging in the back or the front, feet up, watching Netflix. So it's it's a pretty good setup right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, no battle um, bus. <laughs> uh, not for long though, because getting a permit pretty behind on that. But okay, I'll be up there before before soon. Yeah. Now, will you do all this stuff on your own, or are you gonna keep rolling with I your like dad? I like to think so. Like I think driving is cool, but I've been told it's not as cool when you're actually driving. <laughs> <laughs> all right, give us the short version on how you got into downhill, and then kind of go into why you've taken racing so seriously. Okay. Um. I got into downhill, I guess, starting off racing BMX, being on the same team and practicing at the same track with the Shaw Boys, Walker and Luca. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember just like hearing about it when we were all like at practice sessions at night. Um, I thought it was just sounded cool, like big suspension, like going over rocks and stuff. Um, so one day, my dad just drove me to Beach Mountain. It's a local downhill park about two hours outside of Asheville. Um, and rode like a, a specialized hardtail just down the beginner track, like four runs, but 
a complete blast and loved it so much. Um, so that it just kind of went from there, like went to Beach Mountain a whole lot. That was where it kind of started for the first month or two. And then we realized national champs at Mammoth, the first year they had it, was only like a month and change away. So my dad asked me, like, do you want to do national champs? And it sounded so sweet. So like a month later... Well, across, we like down, as far across bike. the country as you could possibly go. Yeah, like first race in downhill, like never been anywhere outside of Beach Mountain to go ride a downhill bike. Didn't even have a downhill bike. So a month, we ordered a downhill bike, got a slalom bike, and a month later we were in Mammoth. Um, so that was the first downhill race. So that was... Had you been out of North Carolina before that? Yeah, well, for BMX I had. Okay. Um, so we, we traveled a good bit for BMX, but not, not anything for mountain biking. Yep. So it was like pretty overwhelming, not really knowing anybody and doing practice and going up this lift all my own. Um, but it was cool, like, learning for myself, I guess, like, walking the track. I just, like, ran down it, didn't look at anything. And then the second year at Mammoth, like, had a lot more of an idea of what to do. Uh-huh. Um, so then just started meeting more people and traveling more and racing more. Um, and then just took off. Hmm. Um, so I take it pretty seriously, I think, because I have goals to be on the World Cup circuit and okay. – hopefully be a champion one day okay um so that's definitely like the end goal and i think that's what's motivation uh work at it every day okay sick yeah we'll get into that a little bit um <clears throat> actually that was my next question do you have any goals or timeline for a racing career mm-hmm. like yeah, do you well, have specifics right now in your head like by 18 um junior world champ by 19 um, that would be awesome yeah like a pretty wide goal is just like being on the world cup circuit and okay doing awesome ideally being winning and champion and all that so that's definitely my end goal okay. and doing that for as long as i can and then definitely staying in the bike industry afterwards okay do you train much like outside of just riding for yeah fun? well pretty much every day um i i'm helped out by chris herndon so he lives on in brevard in north carolina so him and colin izzard um they kind of help coach me so that's super helpful and they give out like a a week plan like they lay it out for a month or two ahead um so a lot of it's riding but there's like a lot of other stuff too what do you hate doing the most when they give you a schedule um hate doing the most maybe like easy gym stuff where it just like takes where it's like so easy so you're not like doing anything but you're still doing something so that's probably it okay that are like i guess rest days are a little annoying sometimes because <laughs> like if you're not riding like it's cool to go dig or <laughs> go ride some dirt jumps or something but it's still Especially digging takes out so much energy. And you but can't do that on a rest day. Well, you're not you supposed can. To. Like, I have. Um, but then, you're like, you realize you did not rest. And you're just, like, more tired the next day. <laughs> um, so, like, we, we have a little property and, like, building a lot of trails. So, it's hard, like, to stay away from that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's tough not to go do that. Okay, cool. Um, this kid is a machine. Yeah, dude. Like, well, I wish I could rest, but I want to go dig. <laughs> you have to no, check it out when you come to Brevard. Like cool. a rest so, day? Should I check out a rest no, day? No, like the, tra- <laughs> the, the digging that we've got done. Yeah, JD came over and helped a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Sign got me some up. cool stuff. Sign me he up. got into a bee nest. And like, luckily he's not allergic or anything, but he got lit up. And <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah he did. He's like dead right there. He's like, I don't <laughs> I just care. Get a sick berm. I'm working on it. <laughs> <That was> so <laughs> weird. Who, uh, who do you admire race-wise? Like World Cup circuit, national level, local? Um. Definitely a lot of locals. Chris Herndon's a big one. Mm-hmm. Like, he pretty much when I started, I met him, and then he, like, started coaching me, and he's not, like, the coach anymore, but um, he still helps out a lot, so I look up to him. 
Uh, definitely Shaw, the Shaw Boys, because mm-hmm. I know them pretty well, and all the local guys, like Nico, Dakota, Max. Yeah, yeah they're all awesome people. Cool. Any Euros? Um, uh, Finn and Loic. Yeah. Because they're in Specialized, so yeah. I look up to them a whole lot. Okay, cool. Who do you hate being beaten by? Um, I mean, anybody, I guess. Come on, who's a person? Um, everybody, I just want to I guess win. a few rivals are the Cali Boys, um, like Matt Sterling, Austin Dooley, um, Nate Tallhammer. Uh, he got second to me at nationals. Yeah. It was, it was close, right? Like three seconds yeah. or so. Uh, 0. 0.7. 0. 0.7, That's yeah. it. So quality <laughs> was about a five second gap, but okay. by the race it was it was a lot closer. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely those the Cali boys. Any any like arch nemesis of those names that you dropped? Not really. No, like good friends with them all, so that's nice. Oh, that's cool. So good, good friends for now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about tracks like Val de Sol and just those super gnarly, gross ones? thinking about getting to a world cup does stuff like that excite you does it make you I nervous i think it it's exciting like riding a rough track i think it's cooler than like a easy one that it's like straightforward you just like ride the track um but at the same time it's a little nerve-wracking because like on a world cup track i know you don't get much practice like you walk it ride it race it i remember nico told me that it's like bam 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 that's all and the weekend's over so i think like memorizing stuff will be the hardest point mm. And like remembering where to go because you come through a corner and it's like so gnarly and it's so wide, um, but it I think it's exciting going to ride like a world level track like that. Um, that's that difficult. Have you ever been to one to see it? Um, no, unfortunately not. Okay. So hopefully going to snowshoe. Yeah, I was gonna season. ask what do you think about that coming up? Yeah. Well, uh, last year for nationals we rode the track we rode. I was told it's gonna be like pretty similar, yep. like bigger jumps in the open. And, like, there was a few tighter sections last year that were pretty, like, flat and pedally. So I heard they're just making those wider. So I think it'll be a similar track. Okay. Oh, I take that back. Uh, I think two or three years ago in the U14 class, uh, we raced the Wyndham Pro GRT track. Okay. There's a few go-arounds. Okay. But for the most part, it was the the World Cup track. Same course, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you worry about injury? Do you have any fears or anything out there? Um, it's there i guess but try to like past it okay been been pretty good about it i think just had like a couple here and there had a one dislocated shoulder just like a labrum surgery but most have been pretty small so knock on wood do you ever look at lines and get worried to do them do you stay conservative like how, um, do, you, how do you approach I that would, stuff i would think i approach it with a more conservative approach like <laughs> um if somebody else is gonna like test it, I'll be like, "Go ahead!" Like yep. I'm not gonna try to jump ahead of them. <laughs> JD's saying he's <laughs> JD a tester. He's a guinea pig. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, try to stay within within the limits. Like even if it's a slower line, if you're more comfortable on it, um, therefore you're gonna go faster. I think than if you're like being cautious and about to crash, it's not gonna be worth it. Okay. Scott, I'm got taking some, notes. I know he's got some smarts up there already. Yeah. Like there was a couple like that on the nationals track. I remember talking to JD about. There's this one like. Once you're done traversing, you go, like, next to this little bridge, and you're, like, doing a complete S-turn, like, through a rock guard instead of going straight through it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a good, comfy line to go fast on. Doing the S instead yeah. of trying to plow. Instead of, like, plowing through, jumping off, like, you're tired, you don't know where you're going, yep. that kind of thing. Cool. It's all about exit speed. Yeah, exit speed. Exit yeah, speed. that was a key point. There you go. All right, at 16, do you have any regrets or do-overs yet? Like, you wish you could do again? Um, not really. Good. No, I'm pretty happy with it. All right. All right, are you going to run a demo 2.9? Is that still too big um, for you? Well, we're growing slowly, but surely we're getting up there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but hopefully the mullet bike. 
Okay. Uh, that's that's what I'm fingers crossed for that. Yeah. The extra traction up front, but not getting hit by the 29 in the back. Okay. That's the goal. Yeah. Cool. How is bike set up for you? Like just um, it's, being a little bit smaller. And I know at Tamarack you talked about you put more pressure in your tires to roll faster. Yeah. Like you're, um, you're trying stuff, huh? It's definitely got more basic, I think, as far as like suspension and stuff. Like just like everything's pretty pretty basic, I guess. Like running normal pressures, but strug- struggle with rolling speed like when you're going down a ski slope for example a bigger person is just gonna go faster um so was working at idaho with like higher pressures so i could roll like carry good speed and that at the same time though like losing traction mm. um but so we went for the rolling speed and it unfortunately went down in that race but it seemed to be working okay. we went higher for nationals too okay um, so pretty high in the back 31 really um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey fort william 42.5, front and rear. Yeah. No one taught me any different. I just, Tony Rotten said, you're not going to DNF because you've got a flat tire. That's true, right? Real, real fast. Yeah. You learn how to corner, kid. Yes, yeah, so we went low up front, high in the back. Okay. With the idea of, with JD's help, like leaning back to accelerate because you're on like a yeah. higher pressure tire. Um, And still have the front end traction. Okay. Cool. Yeah. What's, uh, what's your go to tire choice? Um, Butcher, butcher. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Two butchers, two five in the front, two three in the back. Okay. That's kind of what I've been doing. I okay. like it. Good. Do you have any advice for up and coming Groms who um, want to race downhill at a level like you're getting to? I guess like you could always say keep it fun, um, but like if you have like an end goal in mind, like no matter like how hard it is, it's still gonna be fun in some way. Um, is it ever not fun right now? Not really. No. no, I like it. I like every part of it. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um. I guess just like put your mind to a goal and like keep working at it like I get, i'm sure there's highs and lows and all of it so like don't get down if like something went wrong or like a race didn't go your way sweet all right if you could ask the mountain bike industry to do one thing for the younger generation what would it be um i keep making sick bikes for the small kids i think that's cool that like the bike brands are making small bikes that like work just like a bigger bike yeah. but it's like or they're more capable, I think. Okay. Tell us a JD story that just might slightly embarrass him. <laughs> um, okay. Which like, one, I right? Think I'm like, I don't know all of them, but maybe a couple. You um, never know all of them. <laughs> I don't know. I don't um, have enough hard drive space. <laughs> <laughs> JD story that's embarrassing. Any hints? You can't ask JD. Oh, yeah. JD. Okay. Um, <laughs> trying to think here. He's told us a lot of them. Um one from our time together yeah yeah does he even know it though i don't know uh. I, I try to keep it cool yeah I'll, don't I'll let me say, know I, i'm embarrassed that the 16 year old kid makes me breakfast every morning at the race. oh yeah I, why don't i think of that I, all right I good making him food. <laughs> but he's over here like you want some eggs I'm like, yes sir well trying to keep you energized here because you're up till two in the morning so yeah. If nobody's going to make you food you're not going to eat, then you're going to be tired, and it's a big snowball. Dude, I need to crisp my Grice. career out of it. Yeah, pop a grass over here. Sweet. Got anything? Yeah. Um, dude, how, like, you're like, honestly, I feel like you're more mature than both JD and I, I combined so. here. Yeah. You could roll me in all, all three and, yeah. Yeah, and Palmer, yeah. So... Like, have you have you experienced any burnout at all? Not really. Yeah, no. that's amazing. I think it's awesome, yeah, man. I, I, I enjoy I, it. I don't, I don't see that happening anytime soon. 
No, I, I love it. I think you got a great attitude about it. Yeah. I mean, anything else, like, you, dude, you're experimenting with your bike, you're running higher tire pressures in an era where people are going cush core and, like, in the teens and 20s. Yeah. Um, Try to, like, be, like, on, on a race weekend, try different things, not just, like, not, not think about it and ride it. Yeah. It's, it's easy, I think, doing that, but yeah. it may not be the best. Like, good, but not the best. Do you get nervous on a race weekend? Oh, yeah, yeah? definitely. Okay. So... I think before seating run, and then definitely race day. How do you handle it? Do the same thing, I guess. Just, like, suck it up and have the nerves. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I actually, it just came to me. All right. So I heard you're you're getting, like, into skate park riding and, like, dirt jumping and stuff. How much, like, play riding do you do? And do you hmm. feel like building skills outside of racing is vital to your racing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, skate park's sweet. Like, I want to do more of that, definitely. Like, it was so tiring, and I think like it's working. JD pointed out different muscles and teaches you to be extra smooth and like precise. So I think that's important. And like I do a whole lot of plate riding, just like in the yard and pretty much all the time whenever I'm bored. So I think it's good practice, even like parking lot skills, pump track, all that stuff. It's pretty who, good. Who do you cruise on social media? Like, are you watching the um, the jib kids, the racers, anything? More racers. Yeah. I just like watching like the Vital Raws and uh-huh. yeah, all the practice footage. Okay. Do you have any interests outside of mountain biking? Yeah. Um. And two wheels. I think. Uh, I think motos are super cool. Like motocross, supercross, the GPs, all that stuff. Do you I, ride that at all? No, working on it. Yeah, yeah working on uh, my dad. Sort right. of go find me to get guys a motorcycle. <laughs> no, no way. Put it away. It's just gonna get broke. <laughs> get broken yeah. So off. working on that. Uh, hopefully, hopefully soon. Okay. But pretty happy with bikes. Cool. What's your uh, what's your goal for the rest of the season? Kind of wrap um, it up here. Well, going to Crankworks, that's like kind of the last big race. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, racing Garbo, Slalom, and Downhill. So I definitely want to win the Canadian Open. Sweet. Um, And do well in Garbo and Slalom, too. Um, And then uh, just a few local races and just go dig and have fun the rest of the year. Go dig. I love it. Dig. Yeah. yeah Digging's sweet. Like, I didn't think it was that cool like before and like it definitely makes you realize how much hard work goes into everything mm. like a simple berm takes like hours and especially like digging through all the bad dirt and just a big process yeah. so it's fun though dude cool give some shout outs who's your sponsor list um specialized yeah. specialized helps me out so much so super grateful for that um fox fox suspension and a hundred percent eyewear um wrist brace all sport dynamics wrist brace guy so max morgan um introduced me to that and it's been pretty helpful they're just like not in the palm of your hand but a wrist brace that's not restrictive at all. restrictive restrictive at all so is um, it just kind of like precautionary yeah it's not like you yeah, need a brace i've right? had pretty good luck with with wrist injuries right yeah. now so it's pretty like trying to prevent stuff cool um mrp chain guides um Lee select uh gear um who else i know i'm forgetting people Oh yeah, Grace Financial Group, uh, team team dad. Team um, dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's helpful. Um, Motion Makers Bicycle Shop. So they're my local bike shop in Asheville. Um, Blue Sky Fuel. That's another local brand that just does like supplements, protein and electrolyte boost, pretty much. Okay. So yeah. Cool. When are we gonna see you at the World Cups? I hope next year. That's the goal. Cause I'm old enough. Um, so I'm hoping to be at all those races. It's sick. Look, yeah. All right, looking at the calendar, which one excites you the most for next year? Um, I think Val de Sol 
would yeah. be a cool one. Okay. Just because, like, the gnarly aspect of it. Um, Lenzerhide looks pretty good, too. Yeah. And Maribor. Maribor looks like this year. So yeah. I hope that one's coming back. Yeah. And I don't know if they're doing Snowshoe either. Do you know? I don't think next year. No? no. Oh, okay. Yep. I, mean, I thought they're doing two years. That would be cool. Yeah. But I guess not. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Future of Downhilling. Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Cool, dude. Thanks. Mini.